how do you feel about your place in life and you know and just family problems and just shit that's going on in the world and shit like that you know so it's just really just me coming to grips with all this different like streams of consciousness of thoughts just going off in my mind just bah, 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 and I'm like ah, ah, ah. but it's just still being able to maintain my cool and find that stillness so regardless I'm like ah, 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 I'm just still able just to be chill What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Art of Human podcast, episode 76. I am your host, Christian Rodriguez. And this particular podcast, we have return guest Xavier. Xavier has been on the podcast twice before, so this would make it his third appearance. And um, another fantastic time, another just really blessed to have had the opportunity to have a wonderful conversation with him to get some personal anecdotal stories from him and hear some of his perspective on life with um with all the experience that he has xavier is a music artist xavier is a beautiful fellow human and i hope you guys enjoy this podcast hi everybody welcome to the art of human podcast this is episode 76 i believe and today we have special, special, special guest, Xavier. Xavier, what's your last name? Lindsay. Lindsay. All right, because I never actually knew that. <laughs> How do you spell that? L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. Okay. It's, uh, is it Lindsay almost? It's Lindsay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I okay. just said it's <laughs> like all stupid. Okay. Um, for people who don't know, Xavier, this is his third time coming onto the, the Art of Human podcast. Um, he was, I don't even know, the first time he came on was like probably like podcast 20 something, 30 something maybe. Something like that. And then he probably came back around the 50s, the 40s maybe. Yeah. Something like that. I'm just guessing. And then now we're at episode 75, 76. 76. So it's like, it's almost like you've been coming like every 20, 30 episodes, you've been coming back. Yeah. Um, Xavier, I just want to say thank you so much for, for coming on for the third time. It, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you. Indeed. And, um, a little bit more context for the listeners as to like how me and Xavier got to know each other. Um, I used to live in Pomona. I currently don't live in Pomona anymore, but I went to a place called the Art Gallery, which is a place in which artists within the Pomona community and beyond come together to basically perform, whether it's comedy, whether it's, you know, rap artist, et cetera, et cetera, any type of art. And I think that's where we met, right? Yeah. This is definitely where we met. Yeah. So we met there. Matter of fact, it was that same night. It was with Monica, Erica, right? We all, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Okay. We went to the bar and stuff like that. So that's kind of how we met pretty like serendipitously. And then I think me and Xavier just kind of, I feel like we had some similarities or we just kind of vibed. Yep. Pretty much. And then that's when I was like, yo, like, do you want to, I don't even know how the first time happened, but somehow you came on the podcast. <laughs> I think you just randomly asked Did I just me? like hit you up? Yeah. Yeah. And then dude, the first time you came on was right when the pandemic had started. Yup. Yeah, dude. It was, um, it was in what, like, 
It was like legit right at the beginning, like in March or April. Yeah, March or April. I remember it was like we purposely met up at the park just because of like, you know, just to be a little safer. Right? You remember that? Yeah. Uh, Xavier, to start off the podcast, I know you're, you've been on like three times now. But if you could just build a little context for the audience, um, just about yourself, maybe like where you grew up and just kind of maybe some characteristics about yourself that you feel could build context for listeners. Well, I could just say I come from a so-called happy home because of the fact that I lived in the suburbs all my life. But in the midst of all that, there was still the bullshit there and just pretty much show that regardless of me having a happy home it still wasn't enough for me in the in different aspects of my personality which brought me to this journey of self-expression through my artistry because it's like one of the only times I truly feel like I have like something to say and really just um just wanting to show that there's something out there that I'm meant to do rather than being caught on all of the BS and the mental games that people would play with your mind and stuff like that. And just wanting to manifest my destiny and just through outright determination in spite of what are your obstacles per se or your opposition because regardless of coming from a happy home it doesn't necessarily mean mentally you come with the proper equipment in order to deal with life as is because we're all emotional at the end of the day because we are human beings and that's just context in regards to who I am as a person a person who's just all about going after what you want and regardless if it seems far-fetched or oh only a certain amount of people are gonna get there who knows if you're gonna get there but regardless or not it's about basically becoming to a space within yourself so you feel fine with who you are today and where you're going tomorrow and how you were in the past okay um i think you've also met in if you don't feel comfortable or you don't feel like talking about it again, you don't have to, but, and I think you've already mentioned some of this in the prior episodes, but could you expand a little bit just so like I get a better connection for it. And then the listeners too, like when you say you came from a happy home, but yet it seems like mentally, you know, like you're kind of the way I perceive it is like, there was something, there were some elements that were missing. You were yes. in a quote-unquote happy home, but there's certain elements that were missing. What are some of those things that you feel was missing or maybe major childhood adverse? It just really comes down to dealing with egotistical-ass motherfuckers who think that they're better than you for whatever reason it is. And that's just what really a lot of it was because when you don't, know how to believe in yourself as a human being then people pick up on that and then just wanted to tear that apart pretty much you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and of course regardless if you have your chest out motherfuckers are still gonna test you and shit like that you know but at the end of the day it's just really coming down with like a, a f- coming up with a family who They don't allow you to become the best version of you just through their 
hypercritical nature and also their their just bully like tendencies Mm. you know no i could um just to kind of share some on my part i could definitely agree on the hypercritical you use that word because even till this day um you know from my parents i'll i'll get some of that you know where it's like criticism where it's like yo like i've been telling you the things that i've been doing and yet you're still asking me the same questions you know hey what are you doing to get to x y or what are your goals and it's like i've been telling you all the time that this is what i'm doing every single day of my life yet you're still asking the same question as if i haven't been answering it right so i think that goes hand in hand with what you're saying about the hypercritical part yeah like it's like a judgment type thing right exactly like it's not like you're really trying to understand you but they're just judging you right yes exactly exactly just because you don't live up to like a certain vision of how they perceive you to be and and that just comes down to like people just being comfortable with what they will what they will what they know rather than the unknown you know what i'm saying Mm. so that and uh just uh the bully like tendencies because you know everybody perceives somebody else as a threat per se if they feel like you're doing better than them or just in a sense of they think that they're the shit you know what i'm saying so that's just really what it was coming up in my household to a degree and yeah i truthfully just i don't really like talking about it too much but you know just 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 to sum it up to make it a bit more clear just coming dealing with family members who treat you like they're better than you and just the whole hypercritical nature that comes with having an intellectual uh backing you know within the family itself okay all right so i guess i uh, appreciate you for sharing because i know these things are not easy and i know this is like being filmed and recorded um how about we move on to like more present day xavier you know the, the the guy who's literally sitting here right in front of me like what are because i know you said you're somebody who's work. i don't know if you said it right now or if you yeah, i know you've told me in the past like you're somebody who's been consistently working like on your own happiness on your your own self-esteem on your you've been working on yourself and i know that's something about you and i know that you're doing that but you're not doing it every once in a while like i know like this, you're someone who's consistently doing it yeah what what are like some of the things in which you do to work on yourself well what helps is just meditation i mentioned this before in the previous podcast but meditation and it's just really just coming to grits where when you hear things going off in your head like about anything and everything like it goes back to what i was saying earlier about us being emotional human beings so even like the littlest things where you know normally wouldn't bother you you start to think or have those thoughts and then you know what i'm saying and then it comes down to things at work or how you feel on your tracks i mean how you're working towards your goals and how do you feel about your place in life and you know and just family problems and just shit that's going on in the world and shit like that you know so it's just really just me coming to grips with 
all this different like streams of consciousness of thoughts just going off in my mind just bah, 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 and i'm like ah, ah, ah. but it's just still being able to maintain my cool and find that stillness so regardless i'm like ah, 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 ah. i'm just still able just to be chill and it's just really just shows like you know what truly goes on in your mind and what necessary emotions you have to address you know Mm -hmm. because of the fact of you know yeah we can always be like oh yeah i don't give a shit about that blah 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 but reality is whatever goes up in here is what goes up in there and you have to address it if you don't address it it'll address you yeah and what um like you said meditation is there like a particular type of meditation like do you sit down in a particular place do you do it for x amount of time or like how does that work for you i typically do like 25 minutes and i'll either sit up or just lay down i mean shoot i'm having a goddamn time i'm laying my black ass down like (laughs) you know what i'm saying if i gotta think of all this bullshit let me make myself as comfortable as possible Mm -hmm. so then that's what i do and uh pretty much you know just do that for 25 minutes and then i have you set a timer or no yeah 25 minutes okay okay so then after that and then i'll just do like little like affirmations because then it's like coming down to me realizing like where my weaknesses are as a person and then i do these affirmations to serve as a reminder that you know like remember this when you feel like this because this is just your problem and like reading other things that affirm the fact that i'm a human being that i'm flawed and i have to come to grips with my past as i move on to the future and and all that and then just other things to really just boost my uh, momentum up to completing my goals or like my tasks that i have for that particular day Okay, and this is interesting because um, I don't know if you knew this, but, and I've said this quite a few times on the podcast, but in November of 2019, that's when I really got on my path of like being accountable for my emotions. You know, I got into spirituality, I got into all this like self-love type stuff. And that's when I really started learning about meditation and affirmations and the subconscious and things like that. Like when I really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, I've heard about meditation my whole life, but it was never anything that was a part of my lifestyle. But um, how did or like who or what taught you about meditation or who or what taught you about the affirmations that you do? Like, was it you seen someone else do it? Someone else taught you about it? You read it? You saw a YouTube video? Or like, how did you get introduced to that? I found it because I just rolled a blunt, smoked it. And I was like, all right, I got to start meditating now. <laughs> no, <laughs> fucking, um, it was, I, truthfully, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> saw some videos on YouTube. I saw some information online. I'm just like, dude, like, or, and that one thing that comes to my mind, though, is a video, I believe, that Russell, what's his name? Russell Brand? Is Russell Brand, like the... Like the dude with the long hair? Yeah, he's like Australian from... Australian guy, I think? Either Australian or like from London or whatever yeah, yeah, the fuck. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing a video 
Well, I didn't even watch it fully. It was just a video that's titled like what happened to me when I meditated every single day. And I believe I saw some random YouTube dude like who had a video like that, too. But it wasn't like anything from those videos stuck to me. I don't even remember like getting in depth with it. It was just more so of like, I need to figure out something that makes me feel like I'm addressing myself. So I just tried it out. And then I realized the fact of. I, I think I also read this book too, like about just being able to be still in spite of all this like wave of emotion that's going off in, inside of you, you know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. after I realized that, and then my friends also told me too, like, dang, like I noticed a difference in you. Like, and it's like one of those things of just being able to keep it's, and then just it opened the, the door for me to be able to keep it real as real as it possible. Oh my God. What is going on? I'm going off. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, pretty much it allowed me to open the door to being able to come to grips with who I am as a human being and to be able just to chill the fuck out with it. Mm -hmm. Did you, cause like one of the things that, that probably led me and probably leads most people to meditation and mindfulness and things like that. Like I, but the thing was, I wasn't even aware of it, but I had chronic anxiety like my whole life and like chronic overthinking and then basically allowing the emotional thoughts to actually dictate the choices that I made in my life. You know, um, I don't even know where I was going with it. <laughs> it's like I had an idea and then it just kind of blew away. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll just improvise. But that's one of the things that led me to get into this whole headspace. Because, like, it was like, I remember I had a moment where I thought to myself, I'm like, life could not be this hard. Like, I'm being serious. Like, like I really thought that this was, like, the way my life was a year and a half ago. I really thought that that's just the way life was. Because the way I felt and I thought, like, the way I perceive society communicating life, I was like, all right, well, I guess life's just hard, you know? But it was like something intrinsic, inherent inside of me was like, no, like life doesn't have to be this hard. Like life could be a simple routine. You could have simplicity. There could be, you know what I'm saying? There, there could be simplicity. And I think that's when I went on my path because I, 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 I don't know if it was like, me reflecting on micro moments in my childhood where everything was bliss and then that was kind of my proof that that could be a thing but um do you know what i'm talking about or what do you how do you feel about what i said i feel like in regards to your point about things could be simplistic yes because everything that's going on in our life is just what goes on but the the basis of it is are you going to make sure you make yourself feel okay in the midst of it all and that just comes down to coming to grips with how things are quite simple and plain what like you you mentioned that you you read a couple books have you gone into taoism or taoism 
not fully, but that that was one of the concepts that I actually found. Oh, like you mentioned Taoism. Like, yeah, that was one of the things like when I found out about the concept of Wu Wei, that was one of those things where I was like, you know what? Like, you're right, because there's been plenty of times in my life where I'll do something creatively and it's like, dang, like, I'm not going to follow this shit up right now. I don't even want to think about the thought of coming up something that I'm supposed to make better than what I just wrote. But what helps is the fact that, well, you love this shit and this is the shit you want to do, right? Well, just figure it out. And then when you just get in the mode and you just allow it to flow out and you don't even notice that you're doing it, like me being cognizant of the fact that I'm doing it, though I'm not necessarily cognizant of like how like I'm writing out like my raps and shit like that or I'm singing or doing whatever the fuck because it's just one of those things where it's like you're trusting yourself fully because then if we reacted completely off the conscious mind then we wouldn't excuse me we wouldn't be able to do everything that we would do as you know human beings if we had to consciously think oh like yeah i'm uh consciously think i need to open my eyes rather than it happens subconsciously you know what i'm saying so after you do so much practice and develop what essentially you just phrase it as you know muscle memory then it's there it'll happen you just you know just play with it and it's not it's not always about it coming becoming perfect it's about having resilience and that's what helps within life itself you know you see that you make a mistake then you bounce back and you adjust like that's all you really got like what in the for people who don't know xavier is actually a music artist and he has a he's produced music he's created music um and one of my questions and i know we've already talked about this but i'd love to hear more about it like when it comes to your process of creating music and you kind of started touching on it like what is your process because i feel um i've 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 seen interviews with like artists and things of that sort and it seems like everybody kind of has a particular way of creating right and the thing about music what i think is like it's a very delicate graceful process yes you know what i'm saying like like creating great music isn't like you can't half-ass it in a way like you know what I'm saying like great music you can't half as it yeah. you know what I'm saying because if you were like you know what I'm saying like I don't know that you make great music when you've literally only slept a few hours you haven't eaten and like you feel like shit and you have anxiety like I'm pretty sure music comes in that state when you're just like in that momentum and like you know what I'm saying um, what is your process like when it comes to music because um, I think this is hopefully pertainable to like everybody because it's like the principle of flow state yeah you know this effortless process that we're talking about so how is it for you like your process of making music pretty much i go into it as like embracing uncertainty because it's like it's crazy being able to create something and be like damn i just created this but it's like it just goes with like dude i don't know what the fuck i'm doing I don't know where the fuck this is going to go, but I'm just going with wherever I'm going with and then see where it takes me. And if I like it, I like it. If I don't, then I make the necessary changes and fix it to the way that I like it. And it really comes down to me just reminding myself that, you know, just uh, adapt to what I'm composing to and to let it flow and to always make it like effortless. But the only way it is effortless is if I'm just going through the process rather than 
straining myself through the process. There's like a whole difference between like, oh, this shit got to be fat, you know, got to be this have the sickest rhyme, sickest metaphors ever. If it doesn't have that, then no, 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 no. Nah, it can't be like that. You got to just be able to be like, all right, whatever the fuck this is, is whatever the fuck this is. And just boom, boom, boom. Let it be. See if it sticks. And it's like, nah, all right, then let me try something else and just see what's up and just move with it to the point where you completely embody what you wrote because you truly believe in each line that's written. Okay. Um, one of the things that I've learned about flow state is that sometimes it's nice to improvise and sometimes it's good to have some sort of parameters, right? When it comes to your, like, let's say we're talking about your music, like, is there any sort of parameters you ever set for yourself? Like, you, you practice every day at this time or you, you set a timer? Or like, is there any sort of structure to your practice? Nah, sometimes I write early in the morning. Sometimes I'll write in the afternoon, at night. Well, I'm half asleep in my dreams. It don't matter it where matter. the fuck that shit come. I'm going with it, baby. <laughs> That's just what I love. And you know what you do with them bitches you love? You do whatever the fuck that they want. <laughs> you know, that's just what it is. And that's why it's like when it comes, when inspiration comes, it just comes. Like yesterday, like I was playing uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 and then uh, doing this mission with this dude named Jim Calloway, like where this uh, dude was uh, doing a biography for this dude named Jan Calloway, who supposedly shot up like 14 motherfuckers in a gunfight. And mind you, this is set in the Wild Wild West. So he killed 14 dudes in like some shootout. But then he wants to do that. You're playing with to go out and like do this little mission of killing off some dudes or whatever the hell just so he can have something to add on to his legacy though this dude now is just like at drunk as hell at a bar or whatever the hell and I just took the word like Jim Calloway and I was like callow means like inexperienced immature I was like gone to Calloway then turn to you know Jim Calloway who somebody goes to Calloway immature and experienced naive to Calloway well now said yeah I know shit's fucked up that's why I'm shooting niggas now you know what I'm saying so it's just really just whenever it comes is whenever it comes and it's just you know it is what it is I write it out as much as possible go with it and then if I want to take a break I'll take a break or whatever it be but and then sometimes like there are parameters where like I'll do it like just for 10 minutes or whatever my situation is and call call it a day or I have a specific topic in mind mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying like just little stuff like that. yeah mm-hmm. or I'll just be like all right let me at least write like eight bars a day or like freestyle for a bit or something like that you know what I'm saying like it just really depends but the whole point is really just get the practice in regardless of how you do it just do it so then you're continually sharpening yourself and then other things I do on top of that, like maintain my vocabulary or just, you know, just whatever it is, whatever it is. It's like there's not one way to like to do it. So would you say when it comes to becoming great at something or just like improving on something, would you say that one of the most important characteristics is just to to become consistent and make it a habit? Yeah, really. I mean, is it? I don't really see how, like, there's, like, an excuse where you can't work on it for at least, like, 15 minutes a day or, like, five minutes even. 
Mm-hmm. Five minutes a day over a year, that's a lot of time. Yeah. That's a lot of time. Just five minutes. Five minutes every day for a whole year. Yeah, that's yeah, a lot yeah, that's yeah. a lot of effort that you put into it. Then you maybe you do it for ten minutes and then for fifteen and then Because then eventually the five minutes will feel easy. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And like I understand things are moving fast and shit like that, but I mean at the end of the day, still motherfuckers are figuring out how to do things and it's just being consistent with it, really. What would you say to somebody if they told you I wanna be good at this but I don't have time? I would just say, well, you got to make time for it. Okay. I mean, what else can you really do? You ain't got time, but then you want to do it. Then make time for it, motherfucker. I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do nothing with that unless you do something, you know? So that's just what it is. Like, who knows? Maybe you're driving to work. That's like 15 minutes. Like, all right, I got a cat in the hat. I got this bat. <laughs> Nigga just gave me some dap after I hit him in the hat. I don't know. You know, just some make something along the way or I don't know, just while you taking the shit, pull out your phone, download notepad, put you know, I say my ABCs like one, two, three. Nigga, you can't see me. I'm like John Cena before I beat you. And then I caught a misdemeanor. Like, I don't know. Follow the leader. It's like he's catching seizures. I don't know. It's just really just do it. Mm-hmm. It's just do it. Like what? It gotta be all professional. Like oh, I gotta be in this mode where I just smoke like five blunts. Got two bitches on me right now. One on each leg. What's your name, Felicia? The other one, Shaniqua. You know what I'm saying? Homies in the background, wilding the fuck up, drinking the henny. Like, shoot. nah, man. Come on, bro. It's just, just be cool. Like, just if you love an art form, you just do it regardless, whatever the fuck. I mean, it just gets me thinking about the story about Jimi Hendrix, motherfucker. If I remember this right, he was left-handed, and his parents or whatever the fuck, or the first guitar he had, it was a right-handed guitar. You think he allowed that to stop him? No. He learned how to play that shit. So you just do whatever the fuck you got to do in order to get that shit out. I feel like, you know, all these these things that we're talking about, I feel like one of the things that probably, like, fucked me up before was the fact that, like... I mean, I think it was two things. I think one thing was that I had chronic anxiety, right? And I feel like no matter how much dedication and consistency you have with anything you do, if you're always fucking nervous, it's going to be very hard, at least from my experience, to actually get positive results, at least long term, right? Because, for instance, with me, I did running. I don't know if you knew that. And for people listening, I, I ran collegiately and in high school, three years high school, five years college. And I was progressively getting better for a while, but then it got to a point where I was just getting fucking injured, right? I literally, I got stress fracture, my body got all clogged up. Eventually, I was so injured that pretty much from like my junior year of college to like my fifth year, like there was no improvement. Like, I mean, there's a few improvements because there's so many different events, right? The 15, like so many different events that I could do. But nonetheless, it was like, I wasn't really improving. 
And I came to realize it was like that chronic anxiety was the thing that was denying me from being able to continuously improve. You know what I'm saying? Like being consistent? No, like it, it's just... like I was consistent, but the chronic anxiety would make it so that, yes, I'm consistent, but I was like banging my head on the wall. So I'm fucking myself up as I'm doing the work, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. So like the anxiety, was it coming from the fact that you're worried about getting injured? So you didn't want to go as hard? It was a lot of stuff, dude. I mean, obviously, I, I think at the core, 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 it was like my childhood traumas that that led up to everything. But um in those moments what was going through my head was like i get injured i want to be back for the team you know what i'm saying like i want to be back and then i felt this perceived pressure from the coaches which is really more pressure from myself so. like within my mind mm-hmm. and then um yeah so it's like but nowadays like now that i'm in a much more like zen headspace it's like no yeah like you do some shit every single fucking day you get better at it you know, that's just the way the mind works. Yeah. But when your mind's in a cloud in a very foggy place, the emotions just everywhere. From my experience, it's been hard to improve. You I, know what I'm saying? You I, get I what I'm hear saying? you. I, I get what you're saying. And yeah, that is a thing where like anxiety and shit like that does get in the way. Like even me doing what I do now, I still feel anxiety every single day. But that's why uh, I come to learn the fact that me still doing what i love in spite of the fact of me feeling this anxiety has made me feel more at peace rather than just sitting there and being anxious because the more anxious you become and you just sit there and you just be thinking to yourself like all the bullshit like i don't know like like damn man that girl with the big ass man she didn't she didn't like me my car got a flat tire shit ham hocks ain't cooking right on the grill like you know what i'm saying i just got a freaking letter from the irs they said they want 250 from niggas i'm like what but you sit there not doing anything just caught on those emotions thinking about it ruminating about it it just it really doesn't do anything just to sit there and being paralyzed and the only reason i know that is fact used to do that shit and then more i wasted time on that rather than just getting up and doing something or while i feel fucked up in my head and doing it i'm just like ah oh, finally because if you truly want something then i guarantee all those people that became successful there's plenty of times where they did some shit where they just did not feel like doing that shit but they knew it's either i do it or it's not gonna get done and that's just a grim reality of things you know it's what else are you really gonna do like we all got our problems everybody got their demons but it's either you confront them while you address what you need to do in order to get done. That's going to help you out in the long run in the future the way that you want it. Or you just cost that opportunity of yourself being able to achieve that. That's some real shit, bro. Like that, that you said demons right now. I feel like that's the most real thing because that's basically what it is, right? Like, they're pretty much, like, these thoughts, but they're not just thoughts. Like, they're these thoughts that have these powerful emotions attached to them. Yes. So then when they when those thoughts are blah, blah, blah in your mind, it's like, it's not like they're just thoughts. Like, there's this powerful emotion. And from my experience, 
There's been certain emotional thoughts that are so powerful that the only way I could actually accept them is if I like stop everything that I'm doing and I just like close my eyes and just basically meditate. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. some sometimes the, these these traumas or these emotions are just so overwhelming that if you don't sit down and do shit, at least this this is just from my my experience, like then you're just expressing that emotion on everything that you do. You know what I'm saying? And then you express this on, on you. I express it on her. I express it in the things that I'm doing. And then all that shit comes right back at me. And yeah. it never goes away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why you got those times where, like, you have your time to sit down and think about it. Like, I meditate. But then after that, you got to get up and do something. And meditation is part of the process of getting through it. That's you actually getting up and doing something and addressing it. But... You know, it's only you only could do that for so long before you're just holding yourself back. But then again, we're all human beings. So we allow ourselves to be holding ourselves back in certain things or another just because it's so hard to come and grip with those emotions itself. So it's complicated. It's easier said than done just to being able to go through your emotions and being able to do it. And everybody has their own process about how they go about it. But at the end of the day, it's all about just do whatever you got to do in order for it to get done. I just want to ask, like, for you, do you have any particular process or thing that you do? Like, let's say, for instance, like you do your meditation, which is like a pretty. Um, was it a consistent thing? It's consistent. Okay. What about if you're in a scenario where like you're in this very kind of chaotic environment or maybe like an environment which is like unknown to you or an environment where you're feeling pretty uncomfortable and let's say you're like in a public area. Do you do you have any like certain things that you know to do that kind of brings you down mm. like where you can just kind of do it anywhere? Mm. It's just really just staying aware of how I think. Okay. And just, you know. Regardless, if I make a fool or an idiot or embarrass myself or a dangerous situation happens or whatever it may be, I realize the fact that I'm a human being and, you know, shit happens in spite of how bad or how embarrassing it may be. Just call it a day. Just go through the process. So is it pretty much just acceptance for every, for what it is? Pretty much, you know. What else am I really going to do other than next time I'm in a similar situation, do something different? Mm -hmm. That dude, that, that, that's a good way. That's like the only way to really do it. I feel like, cause if, if you're not accepting the situation, that means you're resisting it. Yeah. And that means you're not, I don't think you're really going to learn, learn from it. Exactly. But like you said, like if you accept the moment, whether it's humiliation or you did something that's fucked up, whatever, like you accept that it happened then you're gonna know for the next time that like fuck i'm not gonna do that again exactly you know and i feel like that's like the weird part about this like i guess you could say the game called life is because like it's like inevitable that there's gonna be moments where you fuck up you embarrass yourself you hurt somebody's feelings you know what i'm saying like it's almost inevitable where it's like but it's like you have to accept it right yeah Cause that's the only way you're gonna learn to do things more gracefully you know what i'm saying to be more I like oh shit i hung out with these people and i realized that they don't like it or this particular word triggers them or you know what i'm saying so then next time you come around you could be more gentle about it yeah. you know what i'm saying 
and it's like i guess you just got to play the game to to know the game right yeah <laughs> Pre- pretty much you got to you got to do whatever you got to do in order to get to where you got to go and but i just really feel like the ego and I don't know. We live in America. First world problems. <laughs> oh, we can think about this and that while the motherfuckers barely got shit on their fucking plate to eat. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what happens when you have too much fucking time sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like we act like we're more busy than we are, but sometimes we got more time than necessary. And then it's like, you're not utilizing it wisely. So it's a whole bunch of shit. But end of the day man it's just look at yourself in the mirror with both your eyes open don't squint at the motherfucker i understand it's you it ain't me i can look at myself it ain't me but be able to look at yourself and say i see the piece of shit that i am but i am still going to be the shit by the time i die just simple as that like that's just how i am i'm just straight up man i'm a piece of shit i did a whole bunch of fucked up things in my life in my past or whatever the hell of course it don't compare it to i don't know like jeffrey Dahmer. like i ain't chopping niggas in pieces and shit like that i ain't doing that but regardless it's still things that like that i did bad that like in comparison or like you tell somebody like yeah that's a, that's not that bad but it's just the way that your mind makes it out to be because of the ego and just regardless it's like like i said resilience trumps perfection a whole bunch of people could pull up things in your life and be like man remember you did that stupid ass shit whatever the hell blah 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 but at the end of the day if you're able to be like fuck that i'm just gonna go through do what i can and call it a day and better myself then it really doesn't fucking matter if people are saying shit or not because if they're so focused on that rather than betting in themselves then you know you're winning at the end of the day. Not saying this is a game, a game, or I mean, it is kind of a game, shit, motherfucker. You gonna be getting the prizes at the end. You gonna reap the awards. You getting the yams, shit. <laughs> God damn, it, it is like I'm just saying, like. Look at it like a game. You put in a couple quarters. You want to keep your man alive. You don't want the motherfucker to die. Keep them alive. Do what you got to do. Of course, it's going to be times where you're going to be like, man, fuck this shit. Like, just shoot me right now, goddammit. But as long as you get up, continue to go, even if you're there in the middle of the street bleeding out for like, I don't know, like two to three months and you see that nobody else is going to get your ass, you got to get yourself up and just fucking do it because then the day, what else do you really got? I mean, you could get fucked up and just have party all fucking day, but I mean, it's, it's all about what a person wants out of their life, too, but I'm just saying, like, if you want to go out, you have a dream, you want to do what you want to do, then just, you just got to do it. Just keep it simple, huh? Yeah. Just got to go do it. Um, if you'd like, I'd say let's go to the... We didn't really do the the speed Q and A. We'll just skip that for sure. But we'll just go to the humanity talk. So for everybody listening, um, so now we're gonna go to a segment called humanity talk, which in a way we've probably already started doing it. But yeah, um, Xavier, what are some of your maybe current thoughts or what's been um, tr- intriguing your mind with regard to the human race? uh some good and maybe some bad 
the goodness that I see within the human race is, I would say, like, shit. I don't know. The fact that I'm alive and y'all motherfuckers haven't killed me yet. Holy <laughs> shit. I ain't got shit to say about y'all motherfuckers now. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I would say the goodness that I feel like with people themselves is that I've happened to meet other people that are open minded. So it pretty much shows the. It shows the the open-endedness of life itself in spite of all the negative occurrences that are incessantly happening and that you see in the media constantly because that just generates more clicks than oh billy got a straight a's in his fucking report card and he's the first motherfucker to do that ever in his family like you know like that's a big thing you know what i'm saying like shit but of course that's only gonna get like two thousand views in comparison to like oh this nigga just shot this nigga like again but you know so i would just say the fact of just seeing that people are becoming more open-minded day by day and seeing people that are able to address their issues and stuff like that just basically shows the fact that there's still hope out there that not just because people are like-minded like me, it's the fact of people that are able just to go about things in a more professional manner rather than just jumping off the handle like that. I feel like there's more of an understanding now than there ever was, though there's still a lot of people out there that just don't care to understand. All right, uh, yeah, so just uh, seeing that, because I understand, like, there's still a lot of people that I don't care to understand, but I still feel like we're still at a time where I feel like people are more accepting of each other, regardless that there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. Okay. And so, for the bad part, or maybe, you know, what you've been perceiving on that end? And then, at the same time, the opposite of what I just said, like... yeah there's still that negativity of people not wanting to understand things and just really choose to do things out of their needs where not even like it's not like to say like i don't do things like out of my way for my own needs but it's not like we're on that motherfucker that like oh like i'm gonna pick fun on him because i just like to see people or to get a rise out of people you know what i'm saying so just that and the fact of people um don't really care to take the time to put on the shoes of others you know what i'm saying so i feel like it's just i'm glad that there's more people out there that I happen to run into the figure that show that shows the fact that damn like there's people out there open minded to things in comparison to others that really aren't but at the same time though I can say it's a positive because it's like you watch these cartoons and it shows like these different character dynamics and shit like that and it's cool because at the end of the day in spite of the fact that some of those dynamics are negative you still have a grip of a cool understanding of how human nature is in regards to its limitations but at the same time be excited by the possibilities mm. no that's that's very true because it's like we can be here and just talk about the positives but inherently the negatives is a part of who we are 
You know what I'm saying? Like, they wouldn't exist if it wasn't somewhere within the realm of this existence. You know what I'm saying? So, I totally agree. But at the same time, I think the light, yeah, it's like, why not just focus on the light? You know? Like, we all want to be fucking happy, don't we? Yeah. Why are we going to put all our attention on the negative? Be aware of the negative. You know, learn from the negative. But keep keep your eyes on the light. Yeah. Right? Yeah, pretty much. And that just comes through just accepting of yourself because as soon as you accept yourself it'll be one way to looking at other people through the lens of who they are and knowing the fact that it comes with a bit of baggage just like your ass comes with some baggage <laughs> it's it's just what it is okay so having said all that what would be your message to the human race assuming that the entirety of the whole human race i mean i'm talking every country no matter whether these people got internet blah 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 your fucking voice got broadcasted to the entire planet and somehow they perceived it understood it because it translated to their language what would be your message for the whole human race my message is there's only one you you know what you like you know what you want to do. Do what you love in spite of what's thrown your way. Because at the end of the day, it's, even if you're not able to complete it all, you die before you get there. Uh, you're blackballed or I don't fucking know shit. Well, some shit, some fucked up shit that happened to you. And then you like, shit, I didn't even get to fucking have my fun. You still say to yourself, well, at least I did something rather than sitting down and complaining and turning into a miserable ass motherfucker. Because at the end of the day, you only got one life to live. So do what the fuck you want to do. Drop the mic. No, I was kidding. <laughs> uh, Xavier, thank you so much. Um, I think if you're down, we'll probably do a little bit of that. Remember I told you about that extra behind the scenes thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're down, we'll do some of that. You guys don't know what we're talking about in a sec. But uh, I just want to say to the audience, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. If you guys, if you happen to see the, the entire podcast, that really means a lot to me. Um, if you've liked the video or supported the podcast in any way, I appreciate it. Even just clicking on the episode, it gives me feedback to know X amount of people are listening. But anyways, thank you so much, guys. Xavier, thank you so much for being here. It's always a fucking pleasure, bro. Like on some real shit, like you always bring out that energy and I love it. And I feel like you're authentic in your own way. And I really appreciate that. Happy to help, bro. All right, brother. Peace. Peace.